0: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act like I had on suit on, on looking like the trap dog giving a monologue like the million oh bucks but <laughs> things in its tough. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey oh, yeah.
2: Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you stop complaining. So I had to let, you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize without us even thinking about it, oftentimes we just complain about stuff and it, and it comes up in such subtle forms. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. She drives me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because day it. Today it. I'm sick of her running her mouth last time. She said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's It just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids. Can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man Can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed, I'm just asking, have you noticed that in all of your complaining, it has provided not one solution? The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining, because God is able, because God is capable, he is Capable and able of fixing anything. Capable and able of curing anything. Capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things. And capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fault is that? Stop complaining until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. Maybe you got another route you're going to take but every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and, and, and statute. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in the, in their spiritual life, who are, who have become great men of God, and women of God, and, but uh, look at all of them, and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that. Also, most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect so much love so much power was given them from people that their life was rich in that area. You know like a Martin Luther King or something like that or Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service or Nelson Mandela who came out and just man people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield, to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side. They heavenly Father, God because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you ask not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. And and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, all that's saying is, you still ain't strengthen your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not going to make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success, a distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you going to stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can't give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can something can happen and you you know receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what lucky is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself, that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right? Let's go.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Ladies
2: and gentlemen, uh, let me have your attention, please. Uh, It's morning time. Morning time means it's a time for gratitude. Grateful to be yet alive again for another day. Blessed and highly favored uh, for this another uh, opportunity to grow, to get it right, to move on, to move forward, to leave whatever happened yesterday in the past. Don't dwell on it. He woke you up, gave you a new shot. Let's take advantage of it. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That is what I've chosen to do. That's what my mama used to say to me every morning on the way out the door to go to school. Because she knew I was failing. And I needed to be glad to just be alive. hanging in there, boy. I know they say you ain't going to be nothing. <laughs> but you, they don't know what God got planned for you. They sure didn't, mama. I thank God for Earl Harvey, and we are here today. I thank uh, for Pat Boatner. I thank God for Miss Helen Helen Ain <laughs> and
5: everybody
2: else, Mama, on this show that been here. Tommy's Mama still here. Monica Mama still here, even though Monica Mama don't want her coming to the house. <laughs> but she want her to visit, but don't come in. Stand on the porch and drive me In walk. the driveway. And put your mask on. Yeah. That's what And kill Mother Steel yes, here. Yes, sir. She's flying out there to protect her and everything. Clear, clear. <laughs> A couple things going on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Locked and loaded. Shirley Strawberry. Well, oh, praise
6: the Lord, Steve Harvey, for another day. Thank you. Call it for real. Pat Blessing. Bolton's baby girl. Woo, you better talk about it. Talk about
0: it. and highly favored. Thank you for that, Steve. That felt good. That what you good. talking about that Junior? <laughs> More than everybody, Alicia Carol only son.
2: Yeah.
1: About
2: <laughs> to get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Throw everything in the yeah, wind. Yeah, man. <laughs> my, <everything>. my mama. <laughs> what? I'll you? bust you upside your blankety blank head. You he blankety blank. He don't forget nothing. King of pranks nephew tommy kate
7: the great baby kate the great kate
2: is my mom hello (laughs) eloise was the girl of my choice i got in the fight i remember the first fight i got in i was nine years old about my mama man Mm.
6: what happened
2: he he didn't finish the sentence i don't know what happened
6: (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what happened after that (laughs) your mama's so fat that was it well, That's,
2: it. Wow. That's all it take right there. No, dog. It, I, I don't know That's where you was going take. with this. <laughs> but <laughs> your, <laughs> your opening line was wrong.
3: Just love your our mothers. Love our mothers. All I
2: need to hear is yo mama. After mm-hmm. that, here I'm coming. I was headed towards him on your mama. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. She's so fat. I ain't hear the teeth. Mm. Okay. In his ass. okay. After it is. Okay. Have to do
6: every year since I was eight at least three times by my mom
4: every day.
6: All right, thank you, Steve. <laughs> coming coming up in thirty two minutes after the hour. After roller ask... skating rink, Skate World in Detroit.
2: Remember that, mm. Shirley? <laughs>
6: oh, oh Lord. Lord.
7: You know, do I? I. For that. What oh, I remember that.
6: Who <laughs> we oh, were? Oh, hey. I yes. Well, coming up is Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next hour, we're so pleased and happy to have Congresswoman Maxine Waters as our special guest. Uh, She will be talking about voting, Biden-Harris, of course, the whole campaign. You do not want to miss the interview with Congresswoman Maxine Waters next hour, okay? Right now, we switch gears and it's time to ask the CLO. You can go to Steve Harvey FM to submit your love questions for our chief love officer, Steve Harvey. Are you ready, sir? Been here. All right, let's go. <laughs> this one is from Karen. Karen is an iHeartRadio app listener. She says, my boyfriend and I have been together four months. He's a gentleman, but at times he's too friendly and nice to other, other women. And he does it in my face. We were walking into Chile Saturday, and he held the door for me and two other girls. He said, go on in, beautiful ladies. And he told one of them she had a very nice dress on. I told him that was, he was doing too much. Uh, He said, I'm jealous hearted and insecure. Who's wrong, me or him? Well, both
2: of y'all, you know, you don't do that as a man. You don't fawn and trip over another woman in front of your girl. Mm -mm. You ain't supposed to do it when she ain't around, but you stupid if you do it (laughs) in her damn face. So crazy. stupid.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> and now you are a little bit, you know, insecure. You know, Why? you know, maybe, 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 he had noticed that her dress was flyer in yours.
6: You know, uh, uh-uh. uh. Don't how, try. How the, does that make uh-uh. her insecure? Uh-uh. No, sir. <laughs> you
2: know, just try to keep some of my answers balanced. Okay,
6: <laughs> Help the men You're, and the women. Yeah. <laughs> Your answer is he's wrong all day, every day, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, uh, Diana in Columbia, South Carolina says, I'm a 31-year-old bartender, and I work with a lot of men. Late nights after work, we might go to breakfast or just hang out at the bar for a while. I'm like a sister to the guys, and they take good care of me. I recently started dating a man I met while I was at work, and we hit it off instantly. There's just one problem. He wants me to stop hanging with my coworkers, and he said I act like a tomboy. I've never been called that before. I do curse a little, and I drink, but I'm feminine. What's wrong with that? Feminine. Well, I mean,
2: what he want with you? If you are a tomboy,
6: right? What do you
2: want with it? I mean, what 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 does he want with you? See, see, here's. Here's the deflect thing that men do. Mm-hmm. So in order to get their way, they're gonna make something wrong with you. Right. Now he don't want you hanging out with them dudes after work. So now, guess what? You a tomboy. Mm-hmm. That ain't what he said when he came up to you and y'all started talking.
0: Right. Yeah, he tried <laughs> to <laughs> holler then. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, you were fine then. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I was you, I'd be a little careful of this. Cause yeah. this insecurity might not go nowhere and it might grow.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. I agree with you. She Good says point. I do curse a little and I drink, but I'm feminine. What's well, you know that's that?
2: that's a little that's rough at times, but you know we get past that. Uh-huh.
0: She said yeah, a
6: little. You know we will get past that.
0: She, she, especially she if you does. I ain't even. I ain't even Of <laughs> <'Cause>, Yeah. <laughs> You're Would numb you, to it. you <laughs> If you, you fine.
1: I ain't uh, even uh, hit if you fine. Nah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to track, I heard every word.
8: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 he too early to be making demands. Mm-hmm. Mm.
8: Too
6: early in a relationship? Yeah. Well. yeah. Oh, okay. mm. uh, Come um, on. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. She's just jealous of the guy's. He's just jealous of the guys. Of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So B in St. Louis says, I'm a 59-year-old divorced female, and I've been renting a duplex from a nice younger couple that happens to live in the unit next to me. They have an active lifestyle, and they have a lot of company. They smoke so much weed that it comes in my house through the vents, and they have loud sex all the time. I've told them I want to move, and they mm-hmm. won't let me out of my lease. I decided to call the police next time they're smoking all that weed, but my brother told me that's dangerous. How else can I get out? Yeah, that's dangerous because
2: after yeah. police leave, they still there. Mm-hmm. And right. they high. Yeah. <laughs> and you call. <laughs> they got high-ass friends over there. <laughs> what? Who called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't need that, lady.
6: Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I wonder how much longer she didn't say she has on her lease. Lease, she should be looking for someplace. I
2: think else you to should live. look into the legal ways to get out of your lease, because mm-hmm. there are ways. You know, if if you yeah. if you if you feel unsafe, yeah, in mm-hmm. an environment because of you know activity that's going on that's none of your business, and you think it could be a health risk, uh, you can get out of leases. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the law right. protects the tenant mm-hmm. and the, the landlord. Right. Mm-hmm. She got, yeah, she got rights, too. Yeah, she rights. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. They she can't just she do she what wants they want to move. do and take your money now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going your she... to get your ass whooped,
6: though. You're going to get your ass whooped. Or maybe they have another uh, apartment available. No, they don't. Oh, no, it's just one duplex. It's a duplex, so it's only two. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, she can go yep. to court. <laughs> get mm-hmm. them Uh-huh. Obviously, she doesn't live in LA. (laughs) Why? He said, Oh, because it's legal. Because it's, yeah. She's in St. Louis, so it ain't legal Mm.
0: in St. Louis. Mm
6: -mm. Mm. Yeah, Miss B, you're going to have to look into, uh, like Steve said, like the CLO said, some legal ways to get out of this. Because you don't want to be a prisoner in your own home or uncomfortable. Well, it's definitely legal
2: ways to get out. If you're unsafe, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable. Yeah,
6: so look, look into it. Yeah, you're right. You know, unhealthy. They are gonna mm-hmm. let you? Have, they have to let you out the lease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Say it's inhabitable. I can't. Uh uh-huh. huh. I can't live here. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, as always, Clo, thank you for coming through. <laughs> as always, with your great, great advice. Coming up next, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. He'll be up with his prank right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national news. Plus, in trending news, President Obama, did you see it, had some choice words for President Trump in Philly yesterday. I know, right? Dragged (laughs) him. Dragged him. Yes, he did. Also... Get ready next hour for Congresswoman Maxine Waters. She will be our very special guest. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nath? We're
7: going down to the border, Shirley. (laughs) San Diego, (laughs) right down there on the edge of Tijuana. That's where we're headed to. This right here is the border violation. I got to go there. I got to go there. Let's go, Cat, though. Hello? Hello. uh, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Noel. Do you, Noel? Hi, uh, Mr. Noel. My name is Mr. James. I'm with the Border Patrol in San Diego, California. Listen, uh hate to give you a call here on, on Sunday afternoon like this, but it's been brought to our attention, sir, that you have been, let's say, part of a group that's helping people get across the border. Wait, 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 wait what? what? Well, wait, let's hang on. Hear me out now. Um, I'm just saying uh, it's been brought to our attention here at the uh, Border Patrol headquarters here in San Diego that, uh, and I know you live in Los Angeles, but it's been brought to our attention that you have been helping people get across the border from Tijuana into San Diego. Wait,
5: wait a minute, man. I haven't, even, I haven't even been close to the border, man. Well, what the f are you kissing me? I don't even go near the border. Okay, I. I you sir- must have rung the whale. Well, no, I think I have the right
7: Noel, sir. But I'm just trying to get clarification here. Now, let me lay it out a little bit more um, clearly for you. From My understanding is that uh, I'm getting some... uh, I've got an anonymous call that you, uh, per se, Mr. Noel R*** is the one that has been helping people get across. And you've helped over 80-plus people get from Tijuana into San Diego, uh, into the United
5: States. Yeah, let me tell you, who the to people getting to the United States if I just told you they haven't even been close to the border. What the f*** are you talking about? What's wrong with you? I so, mean, come on, you probably have the wrong Noel, man. I don't,
7: sir, I don't have the wrong Noel. How can I call Mr. Noel R- you live in Los Angeles, and it's been brought to my attention. They've given me the correct number on you, sir. I do have an address on you. I want to try and see if we can get this clarified over the phone. But I will send a squad car out there and talk with you. And if things don't go well, I will have you brought in.
5: Now I- let me tell you, man. No, no, no. no cut this shit, man. Let me tell you right now. I haven't even been near the border. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But let me tell you, if you are near the border, or if I were to be near the border there too, and I would see my people trying to cross over... If I were you, I would help them over. Because they're the only ones that actually work over here on this side of the river. Wait, wait. So get that into your head, man. They are the only ones that what? That work. You guys don't want to do anything. People in the United States are lazy, man. They don't want to do their yards. They don't want to go the restrooms. They don't want to serve in the restaurants. Let me tell you, this is going down the tubes because we are the ones that make this country roll. And I'm not saying that I'm crossing people over here. I'm not saying that. So get that to your f***ing I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that you should appreciate what we do over here, and you're accusing me here? Uh, sure, I am Noel, and I'm a hardworking person over here, but don't accuse me of any like that. Okay, sir, sir, uh, uh, I'm
7: not accusing you. It's been brought to my attention, sir, that you, Mr. Noel, are the one that's helping people get across the border. Now, you, did you just tell me
5: that if you were at the border, you would help them? Did you say that? I said I would, but I didn't say I was doing it. There's a big difference, and I'm pretty sure you understand that because what the is this? I'm over here minding my own business, and you're telling me all this that people are telling you that I'm crossing like Mexicans illegally over here to this country? Let me tell you one thing, man. If you do not appreciate my people over here, don't you accusing me of bringing them over here illegally? Got that? I I understand wholeheartedly what you're saying, but listen to
7: me. I'm going to go ahead and send a squad car over there to your house and pick you up
5: and bring you... Look, look, no, 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 no. You listen to me. Look. If you send a squad car over here and they cross my yard, like you say, I'm crossing people over from the border, you're going to get your f- kick. I'm going to guarantee you that right now. Okay? You're going you're gonna to do what? You're going to get your, f- kick. Get your f- kick. You don't understand my people. This is English ching- what? I hope you understand Spanish, because if you work for the Border Patrol, I you got understand Spanish. I don't understand the Spanish. Don't you do that no more. You're going to have to break this down to me in English. No, c- let me tell you. You're a Border Patrol. You should understand Spanish, understand my people, because look, man, mira, c- I'm going to tell you one more time. I say. Si to cantones, I, vista, did you what did I just tell you, Noel?
7: I told you, do not speak to me no more in that language. Now, listen to me. I said I'm going to send a squad car coming over there, and they're going to come up in there and, and drag you out your house
5: and put you in the car and bring you downtown until we get it rectified. No, 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 no. You listen to me. This is the United States, and I have rights. Oh, you got rights now. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I got a right, to say. L- Do you have the right to be helping people across the border? Hey, man, let me tell you. Those people have the right to better themselves, I say. They have the right, if they can get away with it, to come over here. I'm not saying that I'm helping them. But what I'm saying is they have the right to better themselves, and you don't have the right to ruin their dreams, I say.
7: People got the right to come over here and better themselves, but what are you doing to better yourself, Noah? What am
5: I doing to say? You don't even know me, you see? You don't even know me. Hey, I on my own my own lawnmower service. I do the hedges and everything. Is it because you know what? Because the people here don't want to do it a say. and that's why they get people like me and like my people that are coming from Mexico. And we do. We ain't afraid of any little bit of heat or getting dirty. I got in the wells twenty four seven I, say. I got no problem with you having a lawn service. I got a problem with you trying to get
7: people across the border when they not see. Because you know what? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You ain't no uh, uh, Caesar Chavez.
5: No, I'm not no Caesar Chavez. I'm not leading any labor union or anything like that. I'm just a guy that's trying to get it done over here, and you're accusing me of saying that... I, I got one more thing I
7: need to say to you, Mr. Noel. What is that? This is nephew Tommy from the
5: Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Victor. Victor, I'm going to kick his because <laughs> this ain't funny, is it? <laughs> oh, shit. man. who is this guy right now? This is Tommy. I'm, I'm... Tommy, we're going to kick his <laughs> because this is <laughs> Victor.
7: He's my partner. I know. I know he's your partner. He put me up to it. He said, you got to call
5: Noelle. You see, we're there in the truck and we're listening to the show, the Steve Harvey show, and you know when you guys do like this and keep laughing these stuff. and man i never thought that he was like, well i'm gonna up my partner over here you know oh, oh man all right man hey let me ask you something man what is the baddest radio
7: show in the land
5: god the steve Harvey show right there
7: <laughs> hey man y'all keep listening to us all right yeah man and i want to i want to let you know this nowhere on the real The Steve Harvey Morning Show welcomes everybody
6: across the border.
5: You hear me? Yes, sir, orderly. That's what I want to give it.
6: (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we'll have some entertainment and some national news on the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, Congresswoman Maxine Waters will be our very special guest. You do not want to miss it. And you didn't want to miss yesterday uh, our forever President Barack Obama uh, campaign for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. This was in Philly, South Philly, just outside uh, Citizens Bank Park. Uh, President Obama had some choice words for Trump. Take a listen.
4: I get that this president wants full credit for the economy he inherited and zero blame for the pandemic that he ignored. But you know what, the job doesn't work that way. Tweeting at the television doesn't fix things. Making stuff up doesn't make people's lives better. You've got to have a plan, you've got to put in the work and along with the experience to get things done, Joe Biden has concrete plans and policies that will turn our vision of a better, fairer, stronger country into a reality. We literally left this White House a pandemic playbook that would have shown them how to respond before the virus reached our shores. They probably used it to, I don't know, prop up a wobbly table somewhere. We don't know where that playbook went. Eight months into this pandemic, cases are rising again across this country. Donald Trump isn't suddenly gonna protect all of us. He can't even take the basic steps to protect himself just last night he complained up in Erie that the pandemic made him go back to work i'm quoting here he was he was upset that the pandemics made him go back to work if he'd actually been working the whole time it never would have gotten this bad so look here's the truth i want to be honest here this pandemic would have been challenging for any president but this idea that somehow this white house has done anything but completely screw this up is just not true (laughs)
7: Wow. <laughs> now that's how you talk. That was all presidential the right there. That's presidential.
6: Just,
5: that's
6: what you, just, just drag he was just, your boy. Yeah. Man, come through, he, forty-four. Come. He, he was. Yeah. He was so relaxed four, and four. calm and confident. <laughs> I mean, he's Man. never really spoken like that. You know, not really aggressive like that. Yeah. No. You know, no. he's always been smooth and cool, and you know. No. Yeah, he let him have it. He let him have it. Facts. Just tired of this bull. You can't be president by (laughs) tweeting at the television. Man, just tired (laughs) of this mess.
2: You've been lying ever since you got in office. You've tried to destroy everything I've done. Mm -hmm. You spent more time trying to destroy what Obama did than prepare something that you can claim your own. Mm -hmm. You've done nothing. You inherited an economy. There was no recession when you took over. Uh, The stimulus package had saved the auto industry, saved countless workers, and the economy was rolling. You inherited that. Hmm. And then you try to take credit for it. Then you played us on the pandemic. I don't understand, man, why we talking to people. Get your ass to the poll and vote. vote. (laughs) Sick of this here, man. (laughs) You think his ass need to be president? You nuts. And you nuts if you don't go to the poll and vote. Get him out of here. Sitting Come up on. in here talking about black lives ain't nothing but a Marxist, communist movement. Mm. Do you know that black people don't give a damn about communism? Can I tell you that? We have enough to concern ourselves with. Communists. What? <laughs> We've been trying our whole damn life to just be American. It's <laughs> not to yeah. be no damn communist. <laughs> For what?
0: Struggling with Man, we're trying to get too. that
2: constitution to apply to us. What the hell are we going to go and go to get another one for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When the one we got ain't even working for us.
6: All right, Steve. Yeah, you're right. Uh, time for today's headline. Okay, headlines. well,
9: don't ask me nothing else, Steve. <laughs> I did ask. <laughs> time for the headline. Ladies and gentlemen, this Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, a white man from Frederick, Maryland, is under arrest and facing federal charges for allegedly threatening Democrats Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Forty-two-year-old James Dale Reed admitted that he made threats in a handwritten letter left on the doorstep of a home October fourth, saying in part that quote This is a warning to anyone reading the letter that if you are a Biden-Harris supporter, you will be targeted. We have a list of homes and addresses by your election signs. We are the ones with those scary guns. We are the the ones your children have nightmares about. Anyway, the officials say that the letter goes on to threaten violence against the White House candidates and sexual violence against Senator Harris. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden go head-to-head tonight in their final debate Democrat Joe Biden said to now have a much bigger campaign war chest than Donald Trump, but even while he's lagging in the polls, the Trump team is predicting the win this year that the president insisted he'd have when he first won the office in 2016.
4: We're going to win four more years in the White House. This is the most important election in the history of our country. I feel that way so
9: strongly. So do you. That's what he said when he was inaugurated. Trump says he'll win again because of the, quote, enthusiasm of his supporters, pointing to the massive crowds at his rallies in key swing states. The White House now says it's optimistic, by the way, about there being a bipartisan agreement on a new coronavirus relief bill. By maybe tomorrow, uh, congressional Democrats have been in talks with negotiators for the Trump administration over the last several days, working on ironing out their differences. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tells MSNBC that she's feeling positive about too. I'm pretty happy. I, I think we have a prospect uh, for an agreement. I do not believe that our timetable has come and gone. We had a purpose in the timetable, which is that we would establish where we were. The Democrats have been pushing for a $2.2 trillion package. The Republicans only want to spend $1.8 trillion. On Capitol Hill later today is an act of protest. Senate Democrats say they intend to boycott The scheduled vote by the the, the Judiciary Committee on approving Judge Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court. The committee's vote was scheduled for 1 p.m. today, but now they've switched it to 9 a.m. And the GOP-dominated full Senate is expected to give Judge Barrett its final okay on Monday. But that protest is to take place at 9 a.m. this morning by Senate Democrats. Hurricane Epsilon began lashing the coast of Bermuda late last night, packing winds of 90 miles per hour. Finally, today is National Nut Day. Whoa. Sometimes you feel like a nut yeah. Sometimes you don't. Cool. Sometimes you feel like a nut Sometimes you don't. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Hey, our very special guest, everybody, this morning, has uh, proudly served as a U.S. representative for California's 43rd congressional district since 1991 she is the chairwoman of the house financial services committee she is undoubtedly one of the most powerful women in American politics today and we're honored to have her with us today we're talking about the election please welcome to the show our friend congresswoman Maxine Waters Thank Ms you. Waters
8: Hi, Leigh. How you doing,
2: Steve? How you doing?
8: I'm doing real well, working real hard. We got a big Mm -hmm. campaign going down here. Oh,
2: we we trying to get it done.
8: Mm -hmm. I know.
2: I know. I know.
8: Well, let's keep going. I think we can be successful at the top of the ticket and all the way down the ticket. I think we can do well. This president is helping us uh, by the way that he's (laughs) conducting himself. And as he continues each day uh, to get worse and worse, I think more and more people realize how important it is to vote and that it is necessary if we're going to save this
2: democracy. Congresswoman Waters, I got to tell you, what you're saying is absolutely correct. It just seems to me like that he's helping to self-destruct, to me. That's right. That's what it seems like to me. After thinking
8: about it for quite some time, and watching him increasingly uh, get worse, uh, he has defined himself so thoroughly until when he runs out with yet another ridiculous initiative, etc., And he knows that he's going to alienate a lot of people. I've come to the conclusion that he has some mental problems. I really have come (laughs) to that conclusion. I (laughs) (laughs) He's unfit. Yes.
7: Give it to us straight.
8: (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's true. And, uh, of course, Steve, you know, I recognized this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I started calling for his impeachment after he was sworn into office Because I had watched him so thoroughly during the primary where he attacked his own colleagues in the Republican Party. I watched him as he talked about women in the way that he did. And I knew, having watched him very carefully, that he was not fit to be the president of the United States and that he did not deserve to be. And it's taken people so long uh, to understand that. Uh, But I think he's done a thorough job Of defining himself and people now understand it and those people who will continue to support him are doing it for reasons other than wanting a a well informed well-intentioned leader of this country they've got other things in mind and it has to do with us and not wanting us uh, to have equal opportunity
2: Hang, hang on one second right there for me Congresswoman Maxine Uh, We'll be right back uh, with more Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Hey, y'all, welcome back. And our special guest this morning is Congresswoman Maxine Waters. And we're discussing the election. You know, the whole campaign of Make America Great Again, it just reeked of going back to what time for black people was it better than now? And it just right. reeked of that. And and I think he picked up a lot of support with that. Make America great again, let's take America back to where it was. Well, for us, black people don't wanna go back, but that's been his crying mission. And like I've often said on this show, the problem that I see with Donald Trump is every cause that he has ever initiated and, start, and stood on the soapbox for has been against someone of color. I don't care if it's the wall, if it's DACA, if it's George Floyd, if it's if it's if, if if it's Colin Kaepernick, if it's the NFL or NBA players kneeling, whatever it if it's the Black Lives Movement, which he is now called a communist Marxist movement. Well, black people don't give a damn about communism. The last thing we were talking about is some damn communism. What the hell is that to <laughs> that's us? That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. you know, I, I just find that he, he's he he been that way, and it has allowed racism and, and white supremacists to rear their ugly head and not be ashamed of it, because their guy is in the White House.
8: Yes, he has absolutely done that. He's been divisive. He has polarized, and he has not been ashamed uh, to talk about the possibility of a civil war if he's not reelected he repeated and tweeted something that had been said about the possibility of a civil war what did he say to the proud boys now those are some racist boys those proud boys and he said stand back back. but stand ready what was he talking about ready for what right i know what he was talking about (laughs) i know what signals he was sending you know dog whistling Uh, to those people Mm. who are ready to take up Mm. arms against us. And so this is a dangerous man. He is a man with no morals. Uh, He only cares about himself, and he cares less about others, even others in his cabinet, who he will get rid rid of in a minute's notice if they're not carrying out his bidding. So this danger should not be taken lightly as we move toward November 3rd. He is looking to call the election the election fraudulent if he is not elected and in call causing them to be called fra- fraudulent. He believes that he can use the Constitution to delay and put us in a position where we will not have anyone elected over a number of days in that case. You know, the Speaker of the House would have to hold down the office until it could all get straightened out. I think that's where he's going. Yeah. And I think what he has done is he has triggered uh, a kind of education with our younger people, many of whom in past years, recent past years, have said, oh, you know, it doesn't matter who's in office you know politicians are politicians they're all the same or you know things aren't like they used to be before the civil rights movement etc but now they have gotten a lesson they have been able to see up close donald trump the kind of human being the kind of individual and certainly the kind of president none of us have ever witnessed in the history of this country
2: i'm so proud of the (laughs) athletes and the and the entertainers that are got involved Ooh. with this and the, and the yes. young millennials. And yes. I, it, yeah. yes. It's
8: a movement. Hmm. I'm feeling it also. I'm feeling it, and you're absolutely right. Despite the fact that this president did everything that he could uh, to shut down our athletes, they have emerged in a magnificent way. I'm so proud of them also. Thank you for saying that. You're yes. absolutely right.
2: And thank you for all your years of service. Congresswoman Waters, uh, we love you. Appreciate you. Stay safe out there. We're going to get them to the polls on November 3rd. We promise you that.
8: Well, thank you so much. You're doing a great job of it. And I love mm-hmm. the way that you're advancing the cause. Every time I listen to you, you're on it. So thank, thank you. you very much. And I appreciate being on with you.
2: Thank you. And thank you to the whole team. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Congresswoman
6: Maxine yes. Wall. Yes. Yes.
8: Yes. yes. yes, yes, yes.
6: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming up next, the nephew and its prank phone call right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, Thanksgiving surprise. Ooh, and wait till you hear this Thanksgiving surprise. We'll get into it uh, after, after this. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I think I'm finna go stupid.
7: I think I'm. I think I'm gonna really. daily Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you I think I'm gonna go, going in, didn't you? but I'm gonna go deep. Stupid
6: oh no, though. Tommy! Must you? Not yes. today. But Back I mean,
2: deep, true. double, double <laughs> deep, surely, surely.
6: stupid.
2: I do no, y'all, quit, y'all quit. listening to this false bravado.
8: <laughs> oh wow, he what is deep, deep, what you
2: stupid do? at all times. What know. he think is deeper? <laughs> it, it just. It just more of the same. We know. Just come on with this ignorant ass prank, man. Quit playing
7: with us. I, I ain't playing with you. But you, you know what? I, I don't like the fact that you don't cherish my stupid. You don't You don't like it. I don't like that that you don't. None <laughs> oh, of us okay.
2: cherish it. <laughs>
7: hey, don't single you out.
2: <laughs> See, you only cherish stuff you want. And careful. Carla don't cherish it. Shirley don't. Uh-huh. Julia don't. Uh-huh. Jay do, because he's stupid. And Monica don't. <laughs> So don't none of us who got good sense cherish stupidity? So why don't you just go and do it? Yeah. Okay, man. All
6: right. Thank you for the love. I appreciate it's a struggle all of y'all. for him, Steve. Though it's no, a struggle it's, for it's a
7: struggle, him. struggle that y'all side with him all the time. When it's between no, me and him, when it's between me and him, and y'all gotta pick sides, y'all always on his side. You when know, you think
4: about
2: it, you saying? no, 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 what? no, no. You ain't gotta apologize. You think about that for a minute. <laughs> what? You think ain't about what wrong. you just said?
7: What's wrong with being with if me? you got to pick on a side.
2: side. Hey, 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 nephew. If mm-hmm. you talking to the crew and you say y'all got to pick a side, me or Steve, what the hell you think they going to do? <laughs> See, you didn't even humor
7: him. <laughs> no, if we talking about I'm finna do some great stupid stuff, you wouldn't
2: side with me? Carla. Yes. Tommy side or my
6: side?
0: Your side. You signed my check. Thank you. That was easy. <laughs> easy.
2: Go ahead, Shirley. Go ahead. Run on long He long. hasn't Go asked
6: ahead. me, but I'm waiting for him to ask me. Well, so he... you can hurry him say it. Go ahead. Uh, ahead. Julie Tommy's side or sure. my side.
2: I'm all day. Junior. Like, I'm yeah. not even
0: going over there
2: two times. All right, uh. now. Here is the here is the heartbreaker. Shirley. Yours. mm
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
7: Waiting to do that, ain't
2: you? Okay, okay. All right, you just showed your little
7: self today. All right, let me just play my little
6: prank. Oh, yeah, sure have.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Today's title is, Gene! I got you, girl. Gene, I got you, girl. Let's go.
10: Hello? It's me, the Gene. Yeah, what's up, who
7: this? My name's Vernon, brother, what's playing?
10: What's going
7: on? I need to holler at you for a minute, my man. About what? I wanna holler at you about your wife. So you got a minute?
10: Yeah, I'm listening.
7: Uh I don't even know how to break this to you, dog. I just wanna be straight up with you, man. Me and your wife been kinda of seeing each other. And uh really, she wanna let you go but she ain't you know, she really ain't got it got it up in her to say she wanna let you go. So you uh-huh. know, I'm coming to you like a man and letting you know, you know, that uh she really wanna shut it down with you. We've been seeing each other for a minute now. So I don't know how we can you know, I'm just coming at you like a man, brother, trying to let you know she don't even really want you no more. You know, we, right. we done talked about it, talked about it, and uh I'm just trying to get it all I know. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired of hiding with it really.
10: Okay.
7: Okay. Well, you know, it's a lot smoother than I expected, player.
10: I mean, it is what it is.
7: It is what it is. I mean, long as long as you long as you cool, I, I thought, you know. I just wanna be a man calling, holler at you and let you know. Have you seen her today? And where you from? From Jersey. I'm up around Newark. I
10: mean, you said it's a lot smoother than you thought it was gonna be.
7: Well, you know. anytime some another man finna call another man by his wife, I mean, yeah, you don't expect it to be nothing, you know, pretty simple. That's for sure. I, mean, uh, I didn't contemplate it a long time by calling you, so I, you know, today I just said to hell with it. How you get my number? So I've been had your number. I have had your number a long time.
10: All right, now, you say you looking, um, it's a lot smoother than you thought it was going to be. It ain't that smooth, but, you know. You don't like, want you know, like, the, the the thing is, you got one up on me because you know my information. Now I got to come find you.
7: Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, now. Yeah.
10: You feel no, like. Oh nah, nah, no, I don't need to hold up. You nah. tell me what you going to say.
7: Okay, you feel like you need to be looking for me or something? Yeah. Brother, look, look ahead. Let's check this out. This is a decision that the wife has made. You understand what I'm saying? See, you have no reason to be mad at me about anything. You have no reason to be coming looking for me or any information on me. Because, see, when that happens, then it's going to really get stanky up in here. And I'm trying not to let that happen. That's why I'm calling you like a man, brother.
10: Uh, trust me, man. It ain't nothing that I'm never worried about.
7: Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm letting you know up front. She, we, me and her contemplated a long time, yada, yada. So now, you know, here we are. So I said, you know what, the hell with it. I'm calling today. Y'all
10: should have did this on the phone together. I'd have respected both of y'all a lot more.
7: Okay, well, you know, and and then, you know, if, if that's what it's got to be, we'd be face-to-face together, whatever it's got to be, man.
10: So that's I, what I prefer, you know.
7: Okay. So But but let me ask you this here. Where is going in? Once we both stand flat-footed and tell you how it is, then what?
10: I ain't, I ain't going to never be flat-footed.
7: Okay. Well, well, well Flat-footed or upside-down, any way you want to look at it, bro. I'm trying not to get into this physical part, but it seemed like you leaning that way with me.
10: It could be whatever, you know. It don't make a difference.
7: It, it, it never does, brother. It never does. When two bulls come together, one of them got to go down.
10: Now, guess what? We are doing too much talking. You got my information. Guess what? Now, I'm going to hunt for you. There's no need for you to say There's no need for us to discuss anymore.
7: Okay, cool. You know, while why we at it, man, let me go and drop it all on you then because it seems like we need to go and get it all out the way. You cool, you know what I'm saying? I think you need, you know, matter of fact, if you want to just keep it all the way real, you might want to go take a blood test about Alana and make sure you the papa to that. All right. Feel me?
10: Got it.
7: So uh, I'm going to have your wife give you a call, man, because we didn't contemplate it too long, and it's time. Yeah,
10: you do that. You know my information. Like I said, you, you said enough. You hit enough bones there. So you know what? I mean, somebody got to go.
7: What you what mean? Me and you. Wait, wait, wait. What's all this somebody got to go? Huh? What? You, what you saying? Somebody got to go.
10: Somebody got
7: to go, like... Okay, you talking about either me or you? One of us got yeah. to go? See, see, because you're saying the wrong thing, because what you must understand is if I've given you as much information as I already have, that means I have enough information to know where you are, brother. You know nothing about me nor where I reside. So if you're going to talk about somebody got to go, then you're saying it to the wrong person because I'm already up on you, player.
10: At, you got first to, off, the, at first off, you ain't really a north. 'Cause you got a country accent. So second off, like you're dealing with a real street. So however you want to handle it, you know my information. Guess what? I don't reside there no more. I ain't been no more. So guess what? Now you gotta start from scratch like me. So
7: I'll tell you what, man. On, boy. Here go the math, man. You ready for that? You ready for this math? You ready, math. player? Here put go the, the math. math. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You've been pranked by your wife I'm a <laughs> <killer>. <laughs> Yeah, black man, chill out, boy. You you, you kind of had me scared for a minute, cause you really wasn't flinching. You whatever you eating over there, you never did stop eating on it.
10: Oh, I ain't gonna stop eating. <laughs> I'm gonna keep eating. Um, oh, I listen to y'all every morning.
7: What's the baddest radio morning show in the land?
10: The Steve Harvey Show. That was a real
7: gangster,
2: though. real, Tommy. That was a real he gangster,
7: Tommy. That's real gangster right there, partner.
2: Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> he kept eating the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never you know, stopped eating. No, that
7: was eating. real.
6: He never. He applied. was calm. <laughs> he didn't flinch. That was
2: a April. real gangster right no, there, no boy. <laughs> I said, Tommy, this dude right here. Pull he, up. He taking all this information. One of us got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Down but, but down. Tommy, he had analyzed. See, you ain't from up north because you country. She uh-huh. nah, mm-hmm. had was already fun. peeped back. that.
6: This yeah. yeah. You brought up his daughter. He didn't
1: flinch. Oh, really? Okay.
2: Yeah, see, so you ain't from up here because you country.
6: Woo, <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, woo. That was this. Okay. <laughs>
7: well,
6: play- coming up <sighs> next, it's the strawberry letter. A subject, Thanksgiving surprise. Wait till you hear the surprise. We'll get into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Well, only 12 days, 12 days left until November 3rd. Please go to vote.org to get your vote. Early voting locations. Please vote early. Please vote early. All of us on the Steve Harvey Morning Show have voted early. Our votes are in. We want you to do the same thing. Go to vote.org. 12 more days. And we're going to switch gears because it is time now for my strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to stevearveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're gonna read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight.
7: We got it for you. Here it is,
6: strawberry letter. Subject Thanksgiving surprise. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 57-year-old married man, and I'm on my second marriage. My wife has two daughters from a previous marriage, and they're both grown and live in different cities. The oldest daughter is 29 now, and she has a one-year-old son. My wife is looking forward to Thanksgiving because she will have the girl's home, and she can spend quality time with her grandson. But I'm not excited about us all being under one roof because because I had an affair with the oldest daughter. It started when she was 27. And she moved back in with us briefly to save some money. She was very flirtatious, and she'd rub my head when she hugged me and sit on my lap to talk to me and call me handsome whenever her mom wasn't around. One night, while her mom was asleep on the couch, she took a bath with the door cracked, and I mistakenly went in to use the bathroom. This was the first time we had sex, and I felt terrible, and so did she. So she moved out the next week, the next week. My wife insisted that I help her move, so I did, and we had sex the second time at her apartment. The affair went on for a while. You ready for this? The affair went on for a while until she got pregnant. We've had a paternity test. <laughs> so I know it's my son but my stepdaughter has her boyfriend thinking it's his son. I've always wanted a child, but my first wife couldn't have children. I want to be part of this child's life so badly that I'm willing to end my marriage if I have to. I will not allow another black boy to grow up without a father. I know this is all a big mess, but I'm ready to tell the truth when we're all together for Thanksgiving. Uh, My wife will be heartbroken, I'm sure. Am I being selfish in this situation? (laughs) <laughs> that's the question you want to ask? Are you being selfish? Uh, I mean, really, that, that's it. That, that response is, woo. I mean, how dare you write us uh, with this mess? I mean, Steve and I, we aren't in this. Uh, you did this. You did this with your stepdaughter. Your stepdaughter, dog? Your stepdaughter? A- a- and it's foul. This is foul right here. This is so foul. If you had to cheat on your wife, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. If you just had to cheat on your wife, if you could not keep it in your pants because someone was flirting with you and rubbing your bald head and sitting in your lap, honestly, I would have rather for you to step outside the marriage than to get with your wife's daughter. I mean, really, that would have made more sense. Now you and your stepdaughter have a son together that she had to lie to her boyfriend about, and she has her boyfriend thinking the baby is his. This is so wrong on so many levels. I mean just lie on top of lie on top of lie I'm hurt for your wife I'm hurt for her and she doesn't even know what's going on yet all, all because you couldn't stay away from her daughter uh why did you allow her to sit on your lap and all that anyway why did you do that why didn't you say no why didn't you get up you know why I uh, that's the part that's killing me. Uh, and, and and you know what? There's no good ending. There's no way to end this nicely or respectfully. There's no good ending to this nightmare of a story. There just isn't. There's no way to make it right. I, I want you to leave. I want you to get a divorce and pay child support for your son. Because I feel at some point the truth is going to come out anyway. It really is. Whether you tell your wife at Thanksgiving or not. And what a way to spoil Thanksgiving dinner. I bet you guys are going to to continue to live out this lie until something happens. I, I this is just a mess. It, it really is. Are you being selfish in this situation? You have always been selfish in this situation, Steve. Boy, <laughs> boy, <laughs> did
0: sir. He have to sigh? Yes, he did. Yes, <laughs> sir,
2: <laughs> sir, you are in so much damn trouble right now. You, you have not seen the trouble. See, you know, look. I tell my sons all the time, the older you get, the more dire the consequences for your mistakes. Because as you get older, you're supposed to get better at handling errors and situations to help you to avoid the big mistakes. You know what I mean? Look, you're going to always make mistakes till you leave this world. But you try to get the big ones out the way early. You know, Mm. before you, you, 57. That's ignorant. Half a hundred years you've been here. Mm. Over, over. Your stupid ass. I'm with you when you're right, Steve. That that is done this ignorant-ass mess. Now, you done
6: wrote us like we got some help for you.
2: We don't have no help for you.
6: (laughs) All right, Steve, hang on, hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today, subject, Thanksgiving surprise. Uh, We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, Thanksgiving Surprise. Sir,
2: 57-year-old man, you so ignorant. (laughs) Ignant. 57-year-old married man that had an affair with your stepdaughter when she moved back in because she needed to get on her feet. She was 27 years old, always calling you handsome. Y'all had sex while your wife was asleep on the sofa. Uh. You felt bad. She felt bad. So she decided to move out the next week. Then your wife tells you, help her move. You over at the apartment having some more sex.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, she 29, so y'all been having this affair for two years. Mm-hmm. All this started, she was in there taking a bath and left the dough cracked. This is what you said when this happened. Um, one night while her mom was asleep on the couch, she took a bath with the dough cracked, and I mistakenly went in to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Boy.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Boy. Who
6: are you kidding?
2: <laughs> dough, how big is you all bathroom?
6: <laughs> and they only have one?
2: Well, when the dough cracked, mm-hmm. you mistakenly went in to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. When you opened the door and you saw in the bathtub, you ain't turned around. Right. Bruh. Now the affair been going on for a while. Then guess what he said? Until she got pregnant. Now she got a boyfriend and got the boyfriend thinking it's his son when it's really your son and you've always wanted a child even from your first wife, but she couldn't. And now you want a son so bad you're willing to leave your wife so you can have relationship with this son because you then here come the noble part you throw in. Right because I will not allow another black boy to grow up without a father. He got two damn daddies. Yeah,
6: we don't feel sorry for you.
2: Bruh, let's tell the truth. You don't want to leave the mama so you can raise the son. You want to leave the mama so you can have the fling with the 29-year-old. Come on now. That's really ding, what this ding, is. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Talking mass. about, I want this son so badly, I'm willing to leave my wife so I could raise this son. Boy, what? Dog, what? Mm-hmm. Dog, do you know how that don't even sound right to no damn other man? Nah. So how you think this going to work? You going to wait on Thanksgiving. She yeah. going to come to the house with the baby, with her boyfriend. The other daughter going to be there. You and your wife going to be sitting up there. And then you going to tell her what happened.
6: Ooh, had that
2: young ass boy going to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about who mm-hmm. he gonna go off mm-hmm. the other sister gonna go off your wife mm-hmm. Lord have mercy what you gonna do to this woman see bro this is a disaster now it is do not wait to Thanksgiving right
0: thank you, you if you're gonna go in here going with this noise
2: go in here right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that's what you're gonna do and I don't really know what you should do I uh, really I really don't, and Shirley got it right. I oh, don't what you write us for. <laughs> we ain't got nothing for you. Mm-hmm. There is no right way to do this, no cause difference. everything about it is wrong. It's, see, people think if I just come clean and be honest, that's the right thing to do. What? It's still a mess. Hey, man. Honesty. See, let me tell you something. When you've been so dishonest for so long on so many levels. How do you think one moment of honesty is supposed to correct it all? Uh. So you think by coming clean, at least I came clean. At That's least. for
6: you. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've yeah. been
2: screwing this woman for over uh-huh. two years.
6: Your
0: wife's daughter. Uh-huh.
2: She got your son. You're finna <laughs> ruin your relationship with your wife. You finna mm-hmm. ruin the mother and the daughter relationship. Oh, yeah. It's going to damage the other child's relationship, mm-hmm. the other sibling with her sister. How could you do this to our mother? Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 You ain't going to be right with the two of them no more. The boyfriend been buying these pampers and everything, he going to warm your ass because now he been paying money thinking he had something. Now you finna tell him it ain't his son, yeah, it's yeah. your son. Yeah. And now you was over here screwing my girl. Dog, yeah. do you yeah. understand the complexity of all of this that's going on? Yeah, Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Mm-hmm. And now you think on Thanksgiving is the time, it's the time. <laughs> while everybody there. Boy, you, you, that.
6: Pass me sir, another
2: slice of that turkey. Sir, sir, listen yeah. to me. It's, like no it's gonna it's be food everywhere. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: It's too much, it's too many knives at Thanksgiving. I'm saying hide the
9: carving. Bowls, you gonna head. get
2: busted over your head with the jello mold. <laughs> you're gonna dunk your ass down in that punch bowl, try to drink. <laughs> sir, sir. That's
6: terrible. Shirley and I bad. do not
2: have an answer for you. We don't know what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. This is a mess. And you're gonna figure it out. But you gonna pay. Bruh. Mm-hmm. All I can tell you is you finna pay dearly for this. Now you can try the little noble line. You try it with me. I'll not see another black boy raised without father. Okay, Yeah, okay. that's good. Yeah, good. This is really
6: you're in trouble,
2: dog. Yeah, it's really bad. Hey, oh, let me before I go.
6: Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah.
4: <laughs> gobble gobble. Write us
6: back and let us know how it went yeah really (laughs) (laughs) all right post your comments on today's strawberry letter at steve harvey fm on instagram and facebook check out the strawberry letter podcast on demand please now coming up at 46 minutes after the hour our girl from the talk the one and only cheryl underwood right after this you're listening
3: to the steve harvey morning show
6: coming up at the top of the hour it's carla's reality update but right now Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk
2: ladies and gentlemen without further ado it got real sexy up in here ladies <laughs> and gentlemen from the talk cbs's <laughs> own shirt underwood
1: man i'm glad you started with sexy steve Harvey, because you know what's happening right now what right. President Obama is back in the scene, baby. <laughs> he brought yeah, the sexy yeah. back, baby. Man, yes, that yes. speech was fire. You know yeah. what? If he had had a new port in his hand, that would have been that would have popped it right off right there. He was talking so much real stuff. Ratings went up. Everybody, even Joe Biden said, is it over? Did I win already? What happened? This, it was the best speech. It was the speech. Ever. Don't y'all believe it was the speech we were waiting for? Yes. 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 He said everything. He he did it by the numbers. He talked about we left them something that would tell them what to do for the COVID. They couldn't even read that. President Obama talked so much smack. Man, I thought this was a street corner somewhere, and he was with his homies, and then the horns was honking in the cars. Uh-huh. I'm yes. so happy right now. I don't know what to do. Let me tell you why. Because this is the kind of hope that we needed in the campaign. If you haven't decided now, you got to decide. You got to go with this brother, not with this other, because Trump is imploding.
7: Whenever
1: you trip with Leslie Stahl, you know how long that white woman been
7: on <laughs> 60 minutes? <laughs> 50 minutes? Forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah forever,
1: ever. Forever, ever, ever. He fighting with all white people. When Mitt Romney came out and just said, I didn't vote for him. Oh, it's over. It's over. Mm. Now they jumping off of Trump. Why? Because they know the ship is sinking, but we yes. got to continue the job by voting. We got That's to continue right. the job voting. We voting in numbers they haven't seen in a while. Steve, what you think about it? What you think, Steve? I'm stupid. I know right for now. a
2: fact that I've never mm-hmm. seen these many young millennials athletes, mm-hmm. yep. celebrities, mm-hmm. be united for a cause like this. That's right. I think they're going to show up in record numbers. Now, Trump supporters are going to show up in record numbers, too. Mm-hmm. If black people go to the polls, yep, Donald Trump cannot win. No, he can't. Mm-hmm. If the 347,000 that didn't vote in Detroit last time vote, mm-hmm. if the 243,000 mm-hmm. that didn't vote in Philly vote, he'd be mm-hmm. over. That's right. If the yeah. five hundred thousand that didn't vote in Miami last time vote, he'll be gone. Yeah. G-O yes. G old dog ass
1: yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Cheryl. Man, we love you so I much. I have never been this happy since I woke up next to Junior at Sandy's. So, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Coming up at
3: the top of the hour, we'll have Carla's reality update right it? after this. Uh, yes, it will. Yes, it will. You're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right. Come on, Tommy. Intro, Carla.
3: It's that time,
7: ladies and gentlemen. She is here. The one and only Carla Farrell with what? Reality update.
0: Oh. Thank you, nephew. Let's go. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. Listen to this. Yes. (laughs) It was really good. The newest cast Mm -hmm. member, uh, Wendy, and her husband, Eddie, they planned a sip and see. Wendy said it's a Nigerian tradition to present their newborn baby, Cameron, to their friends and family. And she described it as... You know, kind of like a christening. However, mm-hmm. there is some drama between Wendy and her husband's family, Eddie. The families don't get along. Eddie. They, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. They haven't met his kids, their grandchildren, and it is really, really a mess. Well, anyway, as the evening progressed, the ladies enjoyed the food. There was a mixture of Nigerian and Caribbean food. It was just nice. They were all Thank dressed A, lot, so- of right a <laughs> lot of
7: spice right there. That's a lot of
0: spice
7: a lot of Delicious, kick. delicious,
0: <laughs> right? They were all dressed so beautifully. They presented mm-hmm. baby Cameron. They decided to dance and celebrate. They were throwing cash, money on the floor. I was like, throwing the money at the baby. I said, they ain't making it rain what? for the baby. For I love it. <laughs> it was so cool. It was really cool to see that part of the Nigerian culture. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and what we learned from Wendy is that Nigerians like to party late. So when they say, like, 6pm she said they really mean like
7: 10 so
0: <laughs> it was really cool really, it was really cool yeah really? that's what she said Yeah.
7: oh they, they got a CP time too okay uh-huh. throwing
0: money Yeah, the baby. Throwing they yeah, had the original was...
2: CPs though.
0: Eddie was hurt. He was really hurt. Wendy's husband, that, you know, at the end of the night, this beautiful celebration that they had for their baby daughter, that his family did not show up. So it was really, really painful to see that. His family didn't show? No, his family and her family, they do not get along, and it's just really sad. Uh, And that's his wife's family. It's just some kind of culture. They're just clashing right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, also, Candace, she told the ladies at the sip and see that she wants Monique prosecuted to the full extent of the law for her assault. You remember Monique and Candace got into it. Oh, with the hand, the the hand. hand. Yes, yes. Monique. Yeah, yeah, the dragon. The Mm dragon. Yes, yes. So Giselle and Robin were like, you know, you want Monique to go to jail? Right. you know and serve real time they thought that was a little much that's a little too much of what you're saying but no uh candace is saying no that's <laughs> she what had your hair
7: yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, she didn't drag you. Your, a lot of y'all had your ass whooped. You got to get your ass whooped first. Then you'll
0: know you, what did, what you
7: did, do. did you question me by my charges?
6: <laughs> but Carla, did, isn't Candace the one that had the threw the knife at Ashley?
5: Yes, she what? did. You, yes, <laughs> yes, Candace,
0: <laughs> exactly, Shirley, exactly. And That's why a lot of people are on Team Monique. But anyway, Candace she started to go off on Ashley because Ashley tried to give her opinion of what happened. Now she was there, but she didn't see it because. She <laughs> She went to the restroom when all the fight and everything was going See, down. She going to mess around and
2: get her ass stabbed.
0: Well, uh, well she tried to stab her l- last yeah. season. That's what Shirley was just saying. But, Steve, check this out. While Candace, much, <laughs> Candace was going off and get, getting ready to go off on Ashley, baby, her husband turned around and looked at her. And he barely moved his lips. He told his wife, shut up. Shut up. Shut you him. better you better it shut it up. It is. <laughs> this is how you got into a when, fight last When people last talk time. through
7: their teeth, they yes. mean that. When they talk through their teeth. I mean,
0: serious. her husband looked dead. I mean, he screwed his chair mm-hmm. up. He was in her uh-huh. face. I mean, you better not say one nothing. word. One word. Coming back to this up.
5: house. Yes.
0: Nothing. That's what she does, though. That's her issue, and she has to deal with that. You know, you start stuff, you talk a lot of noise, and then you try to be the victim. You know, about mm-hmm. it. And then, well, why Why are you acting like that towards me? You know what you're doing. So anyway, that's that. I'll update you on more. It's still October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Sister Strut is still going on. I'm representing Detroit this weekend. So I want you to go to at Lips by Carla on in Instagram. Click the link in my bio, and you can see how your donation can help the city of Detroit Breast Cancer Awareness Month.
6: What you got, Shirley? All right. All right, Carla, thank you. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: You know how sometimes we look into the crazy mind of J. Anthony Brown? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have three comedians. <laughs> Let's look into their crazy minds. What's right, going what you, what, on? What's the subject?
0: <laughs> what do you, you want to talk about? Obama on uh-huh. the streets of Philly in that bullhorn. What are
7: y'all?
0: He out there campaigning. He is not playing. What y'all Do gonna you miss him? That? Uh-huh. Couldn't have been me. That's you know what you need, though. No, no Somebody like need. Obama out there in the streets, you know, he ain't scared, though. He ain't not scared. He walking up and down the, the streets of Philadelphia, West Philly, <laughs> all
1: up. He's South not Philly. scared. Born and South raised.
2: Philly.
0: Philly.
1: I think it just
2: scared. looked to me like, and I'm just going to say this, you know, probably, say it. you know, say it. Just looked like he. Look, it looked at me like he was calling Trump out, like he won't do something. <laughs> you know how you crack on somebody, just flush him out. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. just drag you know, him. Cause yeah. Cause if you run up on Obama, I got all mine on Obama. Yes. Wow. Oh, Obama yeah. Whip oh, his old hands. Wow.
7: Just own <laughs> I'm sorry. Just own stuff all on his hands. <laughs> oh, God.
0: What just happened? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you know, yeah. A lot of Charlie, orange, lot is of orange stuff idea. on his hand. Yeah. This way, you wanted to look inside the twisted mind. You invited this fool into that. I didn't know okay. you, you were going to yeah. cuss. Yeah. But he meant he, boy, what he meant was orange stuff.
0: Can we close
6: right. his mind? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to treat you
2: like you're on a debate. we
6: open up. I'm sorry. All right. More. uh, Thank you, guys. Uh, More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news and no cussing coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Yesterday, uh, our forever president, Barack Obama, uh, campaigned for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. This was in Philly, South Philly, just outside uh, Citizens Bank Park. Uh, President Obama had some choice words for Trump. Take a listen.
4: I get that this president wants full credit for the economy he inherited and zero blame for the pandemic that he ignored. But you know what? The job doesn't work that way. Tweeting at the television doesn't fix things. Making stuff up doesn't make people's lives better. You've got to have a plan. You've got to put in the work. And along with the experience to get things done, Joe Biden has concrete plans and policies that will turn our vision of a better, fairer, stronger country into a reality. We literally left this White House a pandemic playbook that would have shown them how to respond before the virus reached our shores. They probably used it to, I don't know, prop up a wobbly table somewhere. We don't know where that playbook went. Eight months into this pandemic, cases are rising again across this country. Donald Trump isn't suddenly gonna protect all of us. He can't even take the basic steps to protect himself. Just last night, he complained up in Erie that the pandemic made him go back to work. I'm quoting it. He was was upset that the pandemic's made him go back to work. If he'd actually been working the whole time, it never would've gotten this bad. So look, here's the truth. I, I wanna be honest here. This pandemic would've been challenging for any president, but this idea that somehow this White House has done anything but completely screw this up, it's just not true. Woo! Oh oh.
7: Now that's how you talk. That was all <laughs> presidential the right there.
5: That's presidential. Just, that's what you did. Just,
6: just, just, just your boy. Yeah. Man, come through, he, he, 44, come he was. Through. Yeah, he was so relaxed and folk. calm and confident. <laughs> I mean, he's Man. never really spoken like that. You know, mm. he's always been smooth and cool and, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, he let him have it. He He let let him have it. Facts. Just tired of this bull (laughs) (laughs) You can't be president by (laughs) tweeting at the television. Man,
2: just tired (laughs) of this mess. You've been lying ever since you got in office. You've tried to destroy everything I've done. Mm -hmm. You spent more time trying to destroy what Obama did than prepare something that you can claim your own. Mm -hmm. You've done nothing. You inherited an economy. There was no recession when you took over. The stimulus package had saved the auto industry, saved countless workers, and the economy was rolling. You inherited that. Hmm. And then you try to take credit for it. Then you played us on Mm -hmm. the pandemic. I don't understand, man, why we talking to people. Get your ass to the poll and vote. vote. (laughs) Sick of this here, man. You think his ass need to be president? You nuts. And you nuts if you don't go to the poll and vote. Get him
6: out of here. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. Last break of the day. But 49 minutes after, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, Steve, we're getting down to the wire for real now. Uh, 12 days, 12 days left until November 3rd. 12 days. Uh, please go to vote.org. You can get all the information. Please vote early. That's what we want you to do. Go to vote.org. We want to also thank uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who shed some light on voting and uh, her opinions and all guest. of that. Yes. yes, she was our yeah. special guest today. Yeah, her. Loved having her. Love her wisdom. Yes. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you to you the Congresswoman. What
2: Trump has done
6: that's made me really... I almost
2: chuckled about it he took a page from his 2016 campaign remember it was hillary lock her up where are the emails Mm -hmm. so now what he's trying to do now is joe you can't explain the millions of dollars that hunter took from the ukraines from the russians from blah 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 You can't explain the millions of dollars. I don't give a damn if Joe Biden's son made a half a billion dollars overseas. That's his way of trying to create the same controversy that he did with Hillary, except he's out here on his own. Mm -hmm. He ain't got no backup. His boy uh, Barr released a report about the Rusty investigation and came up zero, empty-handed, no charges, Nothing filed against nothing. Nothing was found against Biden or his son. This is just stuff he makes up. But then Obama brought up the secret Chinese bank
6: accounts. Oh, yeah.
2: Now, how that don't matter to people, but the reason you can't find out about these accounts is because he won't release his tax forms. And he keeps saying he paid millions of dollars in taxes, which he hasn't because the moment he can show you where he's, paid tens of millions he gonna show it so he can show you he's a taxpayer he don't have it to show y'all this dude really ain't paid no taxes look he has to go what are we still talking about this for i don't even care if you undecided if you're undecided at this point it's because something's wrong with you the hell you still thinking about what piece of evidence could come in to sway your mind one way or the other if you still trying to figure out if Trump is cool or not something wrong with you you don't see that there's something wrong now look his base they love it I saw this group of men who are who these doom buggies and they were just saying he's just like us he's one of us but the proud boy said that too the dudes that was carrying the tiki torches, they said that too. The militia that was gonna kidnap the governor of Michigan, that militia group, they said that too. They all think that Trump is their guy. Because he has he has his has given them a feeling, a sense that our guy is in there and he's with us. And like that dude said on that doom buggy, we like him because he's one of us. The only problem is this little po-ass man don't seem to understand this. Trump don't really care about you. (laughs) He really don't. If you're not one of his multi-hundred millionaire, hundred billionaire friends, he don't care not about you. He He don't care about black people. He don't care about Hispanics. He don't care about white people who are not on his level. He don't care about the working white class. He don't care about the working black class, Latino class. He does not care, man. He has proven it time and time again. It's 12 days before we vote. I'm tired. I'll be glad when the election is over. And I voted the whole morning show. voted Shirley, Carla, Monica, Tommy, Jay, Kia, everybody. I was the last one to vote. But I went on down there because they tried to play me with my ballot. And y'all not going to play me. I'm going to go down to him. I don't give a damn how long I stand in line. I'm going to stand in line because he has to go. Now listen to me. These people who are rich talking about they're going to vote for Trump because they're going to save their taxes. That's not the attitude you need to have. See, the problem with people like that who got a lot of money is they have to remember where they got their money. If you got the money on the backs of black people, brown people, if you got the money, if you became famous, see if you was famous with us before you crossed over, you ours. See, I, I truly understand that I belong to black people. I got it. Y'all was watching me on bet for anybody saw me. Def Jam, Apollo, I understand that. So even though God has blessed me like I never thought I would have beyond my wildest dreams, i have to vote for the masses because if y'all ain't got tv sets to turn on and money for electricity then you can't tune in and watch me then what do i get what my fame you can't be famous by yourself you famous cause people make you famous 50 cent famous because people made him famous he didn't make himself famous do you know if you could make yourself famous and rich you'd go out and do it friday he's wealthy because he stood on the shoulders of a lot of people. That's the way it works, folks. That's why I fight for the common man. Because the common man is where I come from. See, I've been down. I know what it feels like. That's why Trump can't relate to none of y'all, because he ain't never been down. He got the gold, man. We keep talking about this, folks. Tell him where you're from. president. Tell him where you're from. I'm Illos and Slick Harvey's baby boy, youngest of five out of Welch, West Virginia. Holler number nine. They don't even make no more like me. My '57 classic, all steel. Huh, run up into it if you want to. <laughs>